Praise the Lord, my friends. Thank you so much for joining this podcast, the podcast of D.A. Smith Ministries. It is my prayer that the word of God that you hear today will bless you, empower you, and encourage you. Listen in to the word of God as it is taught and or preached and enjoy this podcast. God bless you. We started uh, dealing with uh, our giving, growing in my giving. That's where we have been. That's where the plane has landed. And uh, we're still on that ground tonight. Uh, When we think about giving and our giving to the Lord, really when you think about it, it comes down to two things. It comes down to two things. It comes down to how much do I love God? Okay? And then it comes down to how much do I trust God? All right? When we're talking about giving, we have to think about those two questions. How much do I love God? Because if I love him, I honor him. If I love him, I will uh, fall in line with what he has prescribed. But also, not only do I love him, but how much do I trust him? How much do I trust his word? How much do I trust that he's going to do what he says he's going to do? How much do I trust that if I uh, do as the word tells me and live by the word, that I will see the result that the word says. And so I want you to think about that. How much do I love God? How much do I trust God? Our theme verse has been uh, Proverbs chapter number 3, verse number 9. Proverbs chapter 3, verse number 9. And uh, you may need your Bible uh, if you don't have it because we don't have the uh, screen on tonight. But it says, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. Honor the Lord with thy substance with the first fruits of all thine increase. By now, I believe we should all know uh, that the, uh, the what the Lord seeks from us is that we honor him, we honor him with our sustenance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. First part, the best part, the choice part, that's what the Lord asks of us. Let's honor him with our substance because uh, talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. So honor the Lord with our substance, with the first fruit of all thine increase, right? So I want to keep that verse in mind. But I want to go to another verse tonight that we will uh, look at. And that is the 24th Psalm. 24th Psalm and verse number 1. 24th Psalm, verse number 1. If you're on here and uh, just help me get the word out, 
that we are on the phone line. Uh, just maybe send somebody a message and say, hey, are you on here? Uh, this is where we are tonight. Psalm 24, verse number 1. Psalm 24, verse number 1. It declares, the earth is the Lord's. What word says? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Say it again. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world, and they that dwell therein. This verse uh, causes us to understand and causes us to uh, realize that God owns everything, right? God owns everything. He really does not need us anything from us. Okay? He doesn't need anything from us because the world and everything in it already belongs to him. But, but he has established order for us. He's established order for us and how we should honor him. Okay? So giving is not about, well, I got to give because the Lord ain't going to have or they're not going to have. It's not really about that because the earth is the Lord's. He already owns everything. Everything is his anyway. But he has prescribed uh, the ways in which we should honor him. And we've seen this in Proverbs chapter 3 when he said, Honor the Lord with uh, thy substance. And so that being said, uh, let's pose that question again that we posed last week. Let's let's pose that question again that we uh, uh, posed last week, and I and I hope you've had time to think about that question. The question that we uh, uh, put out last week, and we wanted you to ask yourself, is Will I rob God? Me? Will I do it? We ain't worried about anybody else. Worried about me. Well, I rob God, okay? Uh, and Malachi talks about that. And what that verse in Malachi chapter 3, verse number 8, when it says, will a man rob God, that really means should a person try to deceive God? Uh, should a person try to get over on God? And then the question was asked, well, how would... How will we rob him? How will we get over, try to get over him on him? How will we try to deceive him? We do it uh, with by withholding the tenth part tithe and the offering. Okay, so we understand from the lessons we've had thus far that what we should do and what the word instructs us to do is to honor God with the tithe. The tithe is holy. The tithe belongs to him. The tithe is not ours. Okay? So many times you hear people say, I can't afford to give my tithe. They say, I can't afford to give my tithe. They'll say, 
I I don't have it to give this time. But in reality, that part is not ours. That part does not belong to us. And if we uh, hold on to it or use it for any other means other than what the word has prescribed, which says, bring to the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. If we use what is God's for any other purpose, or if we keep what is God's, then what we have done is committed offense. We are in an unlawful possession of what belongs to him. All right? So we got to shift our thinking from going from, I've got to give my tithe, or I can't give my tithe to I must do this because this is not mine anyway. This part is definitely not mine. So uh, it's an act of faith, and it's, it's setting the priorities in our life, that God comes first, and what is his is his. Now, we talked about that, and I'm going to, Give you a chance to ask your question at the end. I'm going to try to close in a uh, uh, good time. So if you have a question, you can uh, ask your question. So we understand that the 10% of the, of the uh, belongs to God. What about the other 90? What about the other 90%? We don't talk about that a lot. Well, if the 10% belongs to God, the 90% also belongs to God because the earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof, and they that dwell in. Now, before you uh, hang up and say, oh, he's crazy, now he's really off on the deep end. Listen to what I'm saying. The 10% belongs to God. The 90% also belongs to God, but he allows us use that. Okay? He allows us to use that for our own use. The 10% don't touch. Not yours. Just put an X on that. Can't even consider that in anything other than I need to get it out from my hands as quick as possible. And then the other 90% is the Lord's too. But he has given us the ability to use that. Okay? So then the question becomes, uh, what do we do with the 90%? All right? Uh, Malachi says, you have robbed me in tithes. But there's something else he mentions there that we can't uh, look over. He says, you have uh, robbed me in tithes and offerings. And offering. So if we know the tithe or the 10% belongs to God, it is safe to say that our offering would come from that 90%. Are you following? That offering is coming from that 90%. What is an offering? Question is asked. 
What is an offering? Is it when I walk around the table and put a couple of dollars in there? Uh, what is an offering? When you break down what an offering is, you understand that an offering is an offer, right? An offering is an offer. That's the base word. That's the uh, word that you see there. When you're given an offering, really, you are given an offer. And the thing, the thing about an offer is it does not have to be accepted by the person receiving it. It does not have to be re- re- accepted. It can be rejected. Because why? It's an offer. All right? It's something that has to be given up. It's a sacrifice. Right? All right? That that offering is a sacrifice. And and sometimes that's literally it's a sacrifice to do it. Right? It's not just a sacrifice in that it's offered up. It's a sacrifice in its in doing it. Okay? All right. So how do I make sure that my offering that I give to the Lord is accepted? Because I don't, if he's not going to accept it, I might as well keep it, right? <laughs> well, the best thing to do is keep in line with the principles of the word. Genesis chapter 4, let's look at this. Genesis chapter 4, I want to begin at verse number 1. Genesis chapter 4, beginning at verse number 1. And Adam, uh, Adam, excuse me, and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived before, excuse me, and bare Cain. She conceived and bare Cain. And said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. All right, so here's one child there, Cain. And she again bare his brother, Abel. All right, so we got now two brothers here. Bible says Abel was a keeper of sheep. That was his occupation. That's how his income came in. That's what he done for a living. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. We got one that is a keeper of sheep, one that's a tiller of the ground. Both are there, uh, have an occupation. Both of them have something coming in by means of their occupation, right, or whatever. Verse number three. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. All right, so here's Cain. Lord, here's my offering. All right, uh, I've already given um, what I'm supposed to give that belongs to you. Here is my offering now, Lord. All right, this is what. I want to give you out of my productivity. 
Verse number four. And Abel, he also brought, listen to this, of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. Firstlings of the flock and the fat. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. We're in Genesis chapter 4, verse number 4. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Verse 5. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. He re- he rejected it. I don't want that, Cain. Why are you giving me? I don't want that. Cain was very raw, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou raw, and why is thy countenance uh, falling. Verse 7. If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? <laughs> Talking about his offering. And if thou dost not well, sin lies at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Okay. Cain did something good, but it wasn't his best. It wasn't the best that he could do with what he had. Listen to what I'm saying. It wasn't the best he could do with what he had. Abel, on the other hand, he gave God the best right off of the top as an offering. So if you look at this, it's safe to say that the best offering that you can give God, one, comes right off the top as well. And something that he will receive. What will the Lord receive, you ask? He will receive that which is a sacrifice. That which means something. If it doesn't mean nothing to you to give that extra $20, if it doesn't mean anything to you to give that extra $25, if it does not mean anything to you, if it's not really significant, then it's not significant to God. Because we have been notorious of giving our tithes, thank God for that, but then we give God $3 on Sunday. We give him $4. All right. Is the four dollars you giving the best you can do? Because it's not about equal giving, it's about equal sacrifice. So ten dollars extra might be a real push for somebody. Okay? But you take somebody who uh has a six figure salary, them giving a ten dollar offering, they may as well keep. It ain't done nothing. Ain't going to be no 100-fold return. Why? Because that's not the best they can do. They ain't done a thing. And now they might post their chest out like they've done something. But uh, the $10 to someone who only has so much versus the $10 to the person that has 100000 who do you think God is going to respect that $10 from?
right? Well, somebody it seems like it's just give me, give me, give me. No, we not, we not. You're not giving to us. You're giving to the as unto the Lord. And if we go back to what I said in the beginning, that really it's a matter of love, and it's a matter of trust. Lord, I love you, therefore I don't mind giving because you gave your only begotten son. And number two, I trust you that if I do release this to you, if I do give it to you, I don't have to worry about a bill being paid. I don't have to worry about my life. I don't have to worry about my water. I don't have to worry about my insurance. I don't have to worry about my groceries. Because if I give to you, if I release unto you, your word backs it up and says, give, and it shall be given. All right? If you if you focus so much on what you can do for uh, Walmart and ringing up a bill at Walmart, guess what? They Walmart not going to give back to you. They're going to continue to take. As much, many times you go through the line, they gladly, gladly take. Right? So look at what the word says. Bring ye the tithe and offering. Out of that 90% that you have left, out of that 90% that God is trusting you with, he wants to know what are you going to give me? What are you going to give me? as an offering. Out of that 90%, what are you going to give me? What are you going to give me? I'm not asking about the tithe because we already know. If you are getting increased in any way, however the money is coming, we already know 10% of that is here. Don't touch it. Don't bother it. Don't spend it because that's not ours to spend. But that other 90% that it is ours to spend, the Lord said, now what's going to give me a debt? That, that, I want to know, are you willing to make a sacrifice? The sacrifice is not in paying tithes. Get that. The sacrifice is not paying tithes because, again, that ain't ours. All right? So just, just don't even consider that. Well, I'm going to give my offering. All right, but you've given tithe. Tithe is not often, often is not a tithe. The scripture clearly distincts, makes the distinction between the two. So we give God our offering, say, Lord, this is what, this is the very best I can do with what I have. Key word, very best I can do. How do you think it makes God feel when we throw two or three dollars at Him? But we can go. Uh, order a meal out, out, and the meal costs forty five dollars, and we don't think twice. We don't think twice about it. Hmm? Yeah, put on some extra shrimp. Put put some extra shrimp on there. Huh? We we don't think twice about it. But when it comes to giving an offering, oh, George Washington is the most popular person in the church. It'll be easy to give just a couple of dollars now to the person that only a couple of dollars is a lot. 
God received that. God received that. Now, there are different types of offerings in the Old Testament. I'm not going to get into that tonight. What we need to start with and what we need to grasp is my offering. What am I going to offer the Lord? Let's take this word and let us think on it and meditate on it and do by it on tonight. Now, I want to open up the line uh, for questions uh, pertaining to tithe and offering. If you have a question that maybe you need clarity on or you need some uh, direction on, we're going to open up the line. How we're going to do this is you have to unmute your line. I'm not going to unmute everybody. Unmute your line by dialing star six and then ask your question. And so we'll proceed with that now. If you have a question, it's star six and and let's go. Good evening, Pastor Dan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. This is Mother Tishy. Uh I have okay. a question. Uh and uh, uh when we give our tithes and our offerings, do we supposed to give off the net or the gross? That is a very good question. Do we give off the net or the gross? Let me put it to you like this. The net is what everybody else has done taken from. The gross is the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Right? When you see the net, you see that Sam, George, Bob, Uncle Willie, everybody has done bit off from that. But the gross is the whole picture because, uh, unfortunately, the way the things are set up, they take it out. They take it out before you have control of it. But the Lord mm-hmm. is said now, I'm looking at the bigger picture because you have to give Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but give unto God what belongs to him. And all the other deductions and such don't really have anything to do with the big picture. Okay. So we we, we give 10% of the whole, everything that we got before uh, Uncle Sam and them took what theirs out. We give give out of that. That's right. Thank you. That was a good question. Any other questions? We have been teaching on this, and this is a good format by which uh, 
you can ask your question. Um, and so if you have a question, don't think your question is insignificant or uh, or whatever. If, it's, if you've been thinking about it or you need a better understanding, this is the time to ask. I'd like to ask the question. Okay. All right. Uh, in your giving, after you give your tithes and an offering, uh, would it be considered giving when you uh, give to charities and other organizations that's not considered giving to God? That is a good question. So the the tithe and the offering has a specific location that it's supposed to go to the storehouse. Anything that we do aside from that is not saying that it's not uh, a godly act or we're not giving as from our heart but it's really not designated as the tithe and offering. It is a an act of of give of, of kindness or showing um good Christian spirits and fruits. But you can't designate uh well, I'm given to um uh the field of wheat. Uh, charity group and say that's my offering it, it's a gift but it's not an offering unto the Lord it's a gift to the field of wheat charity group okay, the tithe and the offering yes goes to the Lord okay, that was thank a good you. question you're welcome Any other questions? I'm going to throw this one out here because uh, nobody has asked, but it does come up in life. You say, what do I do when I, if I get a loan? If I get a loan, am I supposed to tithe off of my loan? I'm listening to you right now. I'm going to give this, um, give it to you this way. When we tithe, we tithe. Somebody needs to mute for a moment. When we tithe, we tithe off of our increase, right? What has increased us? Alone is not an asset. A loan does not increase you. A loan takes you the other way. <laughs> because what? You have to pay that loan back and you have to pay interest. So it's not increased you and more specifically, 
that loan is directed for a reason, a purpose. You have it for a reason. So the question sometimes comes, well, I got this $15,000 loan. Do I need to tie off of it? I'm not saying that, you know, if that it's, it's any harm in giving unto the Lord because let me tell you, the devil is never going to tell you to give. He's never going to tell you to give anything. So if you feel compelled, certainly. But looking at the bigger picture of it, if I get a loan for $15,000, I got to pay that $15,000 back plus. So I haven't really been increased. It's more of a liability. I just want to throw that out there. Somebody have a question? Go ahead and uh, ask your question. Yes. Um, Pastor Dan, um, yes. I was – okay, so you were saying that, and according to the Scripture, we are supposed to bring our tithes and offerings to the storehouse. Therefore, anything that we contribute to any organization, we you're saying it wouldn't be considered an offering to God. That's and right. Am I understanding that correctly? You, you have that right. It's a good act. It's a good thing to do, but you can't really consider that an offering because it's not. It's not given into. It's not given to the storehouse. Is given to somewhere else. Okay. Now, that one more question. On our church envelopes, it has tithes, offerings, and all the auxiliaries or the sick or whatever. Is other than the tithes and offerings, what what is what is all the other? The the sick and the mission and the education. What is that considered to be? Okay. So when you are given whatever you have, say, Lord, this is the tithe that belongs to you. I'm not going to touch it. All right? And here's something that I want to give as my offering. Um, this is the best I can do. Now, when it comes to other line items, sick, mission, so forth and so on, those are more like what we call free will offerings. That's you see that uh, scripture. That's something that you can give. Uh, you know, I'm gonna give so much to the sick. Give so much to the mission. Give so much to the um, education. Whatever uh, you you sowing offerings are given given into those auxiliaries, not by how can I put it? Not by uh, mandate not by requirement. That's just something I'm freely given. Okay. Sure. But my, if, if that helps you understand a little bit. I don't know why I was all, I often figured that that was part of the offering. Suppose we didn't have all these other things on the envelope, just had ties and offerings. Would we distribute if we didn't have If we didn't have tithes and nothing but tithes and offerings on the envelope, yes. you would be fine because I'm going to tell you something. And nobody, nobody get upset when I say this. If we did tithe and if we did give our offering like we should, 
we really wouldn't have to break it down into these other um, right. outlets. Those are just, those are just, um, you know, bonus things where we try to raise money for these other auxiliaries so they have something. But if everyone did tithing like they should and gave an offering like they should, we wouldn't have to designate areas for other contributions Mm -hmm. because that's what is a contribution. See, the word, the the system of the word of the Lord works when we work it right, when we do it right. No problem. Any other question? That was a good question. You all have some good questions tonight, and I'm glad that you're asking. This is what we have this time for. And it's another reason that I want to come on this way because it is uh, we're not in person right now. And so, you know, you can't really ask a question like you would if we were together or uh, whatnot. So sometimes we may break away into, these, into this uh, uh, avenue so that we can have a question and answer. Is there another question? If you have been given prior to now, prior to us teaching, I don't, and and you haven't necessarily done it the way that the word is showing us, I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want you to feel uh, condemned or like you hadn't done anything. The Lord, the Lord, uh, he, judges us by what we do know because as you see the light you're supposed to walk therein as you get truth you're supposed to go forth in that truth so obviously you still have you have been blessed because you have been given out of sincerity of your heart but now as the Lord said, I want to show you a better way of how it should be done. And that's what learning is. If we didn't, if we knew it already, we wouldn't have to be in Bible study. But this is teaching us the ways of the Lord. Is there another question tonight?